every year they um, conduct a mandanamai a festival okay where uh, people from different months they come and compete at uh, one particular month previous years there used to be uh, various competitions like dances and all that mm-hmm. this year they have kept a shooting competition and uh, this has been going on hello i'm dhanya time povaya and we have with us mukonda nitin kushalappa so nitin is an engineer cum writer and he often writes about kodugu and kodwa culture welcome nitin hi danyata hello everybody so tell us in what ways is the kodwa culture unique the reasons for the kodwa culture being unique is uh, various firstly the origins of the kodwas are uh, relatively unknown and uh-huh. um, you can say that uh, due to the geographical uh, isolation because of the uh, hills of kodugu the culture has you can say it is distinct and uh, this is not peculiar to the kodwas uh hill cultures in particular are quite distinct uh, whether it's in the northeast or in the nilgiris uh, you'll find uh, the mizos have a distinct culture the todas have a distinct culture and uh, uh, this may be because uh, in the plains people found it harder to maintain their uh, distinctness these uh, distinct a- aspects have been maintained uh, for a period of time okay and uh, yeah th- so the kodwa culture developed over a period a period of time in the hills of kodugu there are various aspects which make the uh, kodwa culture unique for instance there's the dress the uh, male dress that the uh, kodwas wear the kodwa men they wear this uh, kupiya chala the yes. kupiya is a traditional coat and the chala it's a waistband mm-hmm. now uh, along with that they wear a turban called the mande tuni okay and uh, if you see the dress that the uh, kodoti the kodwa women wear it's called the podiya and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a unique style of uh, draping the sari yes it's pinned uh, um at the shoulder and the folds are not in the front it's at the back now uh, there are various reasons for this uh, the sari in fact is a legend it said that when the um, the kaveri was flowing the mm. women the kodati women they were uh, at this place called uh, balamberi okay. uh, they went to receive the uh, river and oh. um, well they were there in the river the force of the water it uh, made the folds of the sari to go from the front back so you see that the folds today it's there in the back and yeah. this is quite uh, convenient uh, because uh, while doing field work the women can get to uh, they are able to bend and they are able to uh, mm-hmm. pull out work the sheaves or uh, transplant the uh, uh, the rice crop yeah, sheaves of paddy so this has been uh, quite uh, the uh, helpful in fact the dress and uh, there are many other aspects also if you see the jewelry the uh, there's the koketati the mm. patak and uh, there's the jomale that the women wear the patak you have a gold coin mm. and the chain uh, the gold coin is used it's a pendant in the patak the chain it's of uh, uh, it's of black and gold beads and then in fact the uh, koketati another ornament it's got a crescent shaped pendant yes and uh, similarly the uh, jomala it's got two rows of gold beads so the jewelry is unique the uh, the men they uh, carry this uh, pichakati with them yes it's a knife which is held in a sheet and it is uh, secured in the chale the, again uh, besides the dress there are uh, other aspects also which are quite unique there's the cuisine mm-hmm. uh, the cuisine that the kodwas prepare it's often made from rice because uh, rice was abundant in uh, kodugu 
Yes. You have uh, oti, kadambut, nuput, paput. Now, uh, what is these uh, rice cakes? Mm. Uh, you can say it's roti made of ch- uh, rice. Then right. there's nuput, which is uh, you can um, uh, roughly it's like uh, similar to savige or idiyappam. Um, yes. mm. You can uh, roughly translates to um, uh, noodle means thread. No, so thread, this is yes. like noodles which is uh, prepared uh, from rice. Then there is uh, kadambut. Uh, dumplings prepared from rice then paput mm-hmm. which is again a kind of uh, cake mm-hmm. uh, prepared from rice and then there are a um, number of um, other dishes there is uh, 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 there are a number of non vegetarian dishes prepared from chicken and uh, pork yes and uh, the dishes there are uh, two varieties some of them are uh, fried dishes and some of them are uh, gravy dishes the fried dishes are called uh, bartad Okay. And the gravy dishes are called curry, which is a, a Dravidian origin word. Okay. And um, yes, I mentioned dress. I mentioned cuisine. Then there's uh, the dance forms. Mm-hmm. There are various dance forms. Uh, there's the uh, umatat, which is the it's a, a circle dance which the uh, Kodo women dance. Women. Yeah. And, uh, and there's this polkat, uh, which the men dance. And uh, there are a number of other dances. There is Piliat, Kumbat. Um, tradition says that uh, when the goddess Mohini, a form of Vishnu, yes. was on earth and uh, she um, she wanted to outwit this uh, demon called uh, Basmasura. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basmasura was a demon uh, who had this power of um, um, reducing to ashes anybody he touches. So then um, um, he was like, uh, Mohini wanted to outwit him. So basically what she did, she danced 18 different dances okay. and uh, Basmasura imitated her okay. and at the end of it, uh, Mohini touched her head. So okay. when Basmasura touched his head, he was reduced to ashes. It's said that the Kodwas learned these uh, 18 uh, dance forms from Mohini. Okay. And these uh, 18 dance forms, they are all in imitation of a particular, uh, each of them is a uh, Uh, it's an imitation of a particular animal like there's the piliat which is uh, the peacock dance the kombat which is the deer dance so these dance forms are danced in the temple festivals and uh, again the kodo music is uh, unique because there's the uh, dudikot and mm-hmm. the walaga now the walaga is played by the village and temple musicians and um, this is played during the marriages as well marriages and temple festivals mm. so um the, the there's this walagat which is also danced during kodava weddings uh, this is in tune to the walaga music that's played the other um, music form is uh, dudikot this uh, dudikot it's a form of it's a style of singing in fact it's like often there'll be four men they'll be beating uh, small uh, drums which they hold in one hand and they strike with a stick in another hand okay and uh, they they sing as they beat these drums Mm-hmm. now these uh, songs they are peculiar they have a particular rhythm to it they begin with the words balo 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 means uh, basically it means live and prosper mm-hmm. these songs are sung in this particular fashion and uh, the, these songs are sung during different occasions they are sung during uh, the different um, kodo ceremonies during the marriages the funerals they are sung during the festivals as well during uh, putri and uh, again there's the festivals which are unique there's uh, the um, Bisu Changrandi, which is the huh. uh, New Year, the Kora New Year. Okay. There's Kailpod, there's Kauri Changrandi, there's uh, Putri. Now Kailpod, during Kailpod, um, 
the weapons are worship because basically the kodwas mm-hmm. are uh, they were warriors in the past yes and uh, kaveri changrandi that's when the river goddess uh, kaveri is worship and um, putri putri is when the uh, gods are um, thanked that's yes. a sort of a thanksgiving festival okay they thank for the harvest so mm-hmm. and again uh, besides these there's the society also which is the kodwa society which is quite unique uh, there is a um, like uh, every family every joint family is called an okka mm-hmm. and a number of uh, okkas uh, they are they form a small uh, hamlet you can say okay which is called a keri and a number of such keris form a village called an ur a number uh-huh. of uh, 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 urs form a nad and uh, a number of nads form a seeme and uh, there is also a traditional leadership called takame where uh-huh. um, each of these the ur that is a village the nad that is the uh, cluster of villages uh, the seeme which is uh, again a, a cluster of uh, nads and a, uh, any temple each of them are ruled by a takka or a traditional leader so these these are quite unique and uh, this these aspects are all unique to the kodwa culture uh, so you mentioned about kailpot Uh, so what is the value attached to swords and guns by kodwas okay like i mentioned the kodwas uh, basically in the past uh, uh, the kodwas were uh, farmers and soldiers and um, as uh, soldiers they um, it's part of their religion the kodwa religion to worship um, guns and swords now in the past there used to be swords bows arrows spears and uh, the kodwas used to carry weapons and uh, they used to fight on behalf of their kings and lords okay they guarded their farms against wild animals and bandits for all this they needed weapons hmm. now uh, and also there was this aspect of hunting in the past it is uh, no longer there now and obviously like we don't live in the times of the kings and the lords and we have a uh, in a modern society uh, it's uh, hunting is prohibited Yes. back then that was the way that uh, the kodwas used to get non vegetarian food so for hunting also weapons were used again um, in the ancient past bows and arrows were used now there there, there was this way of uh, there was something called fire arrows as well okay these arrows like um, they had the tips of these arrows were uh, wrapped in piece of cloth and uh, these were dipped in the oil extracted from certain um, seeds obtained from uh, wild uh, fruit trees in the forest okay tips with the oil on it these were uh, lit with fire mm-hmm. and they were shot so these are called the fire arrows okay uh, these yeah uh, this was the way that the uh, kodwas used to live in the past like this is the way they used to fight their uh, enemies and um, uh, this is this is how they used to uh, used their uh, bows and arrows the guns it came something like around 500 years ago okay. you can say that uh, the mm-hmm. guns um, as um, from what we know it came with the chinese mm-hmm. uh, they invented these rockets and guns and then it traveled all the way to europe from europe it came to india now um, uh, vasco da gama he came to um, calicut on in the year uh, 1498 with vasco da gama the portuguese came to uh, kerala At that point of time, the Kodwas used to have a land trade with uh, Kerala. Okay. They used to walk on foot to uh, uh, Kerala, and they used to uh, they used to sell rice over there because rice was the crop that was grown in Kodagu at that point of time, the main crop. So they used to trade rice over there, and they used to buy um, their uh, vegetables and other provisions from there. 
that mm-hmm. point of time they used to buy guns from the portuguese okay how uh, th- that is how it began so like they needed to fight their enemies because uh, as the years went by the uh, enemies uh, became um, like the uh, warfare techniques they improved so the codos had to keep up with this uh, the warfare techniques and they had to replace their uh, bows and guns with uh, uh, i'm sorry bows and arrows bows with and guns arrows in order to guns. yeah that's what in order okay. to um, keep up and in able uh, in order to be able to defeat their enemies so that's how guns came about and uh, since they worship weapons they uh, they've been worshiping guns as well there are a number of um, uh, goddess temples in kodugu bhagavati and bhadrakali temples and um, during these uh, temple festivals the kodwas keep their uh, arms the arrows bows spears and all in the temples it's as a part of the worship so mm-hmm. when you see all this you will realize that the uh, swords and guns were part of the uh, religion of the kodwas your article titled mand the open air temples of kodugu was published recently in a spectrum page in what ways are the village greens part of the kodwa culture uh the mand it's the uh, that's the term used for the village green in kodugu and uh, the kodwas consider village greens to be religious places sacred uh, places of worship these are nothing short of uh, open air temples because um, th- there are these three important festivals of the kodwas there is uh, kailpo there is kauri chakrandi there is uh, putri now during kaveri chandrandi the kodwas go to the kaveri temple the talakaveri temple to worship mm. the goddess kaveri who is mm. the uh, patron goddess of the kodwas and uh, during uh, kailpod and um, putri the kodwas gather in the month the kodwas are basically a social people they uh, celebrate their festivals collectively they have to get together so uh, like there are basically two kinds of month there is the ur month and there is the nad month okay. every village had a month and every um, group of villages had a separate uh, nad month every group of villages in the sense anad mm-hmm. had a nad month so the uh, during the kailpod and putri festivals the kodwas would gather at the month and they would celebrate it during kailpod uh, they would have the um, um coconut shooting competitions they had various sports mm-hmm. and uh, th- there's uh, one was uh, sh- shooting coconut the other was uh, throwing heavy stones so uh, they used to compete and see like who was able to uh, throw a stone the furthest so this was actually these competitions and sports they were uh, a way of um, worshiping the gods the dances and the competitions they were not just for entertainment or for uh, recreation they were more so of, it, it was a way of worship during mm-hmm. putri there were these uh, uh, dances which were performed there's this uh, kolata dance which was performed there's the urkol and the nadkol the urkol is the kolata which is performed in the uh, ur month the village month and the nadkol is the kolata which is performed in the the nad month and uh, th- th- there were the various temple festivals also now uh, during the temple festivals the um, before the temple festival starts in every village there's a basically there's, there's a uh, annual temple festival mm-hmm. so before the start of the uh, temple festival uh, there is the, the um, village takka or the village elder and the deva takka who is the uh, basically the temple manager village elder he gets the people of the village like people from okay. all everybody in the village irrespective of caste community all of them come together at the month and uh, at that point of time the devataka or the temple manager 
he goes over there and he announces the various rules that have to be followed during that period okay. now this is the uh, this period is uh, this leads up to the temple festival this uh, time period it's a certain number of days and uh, these rules are called uh, these are various uh, restrictions which are placed now some of these common restri uh, restrictions so some of them might vary but uh, commonly uh, these restrictions are such that uh, people should not fight during this time people should not uh, hurt animals or uh, cut trees or plants during this time that is within the uh, village the people of the village or the people of the nard so th there were such rules and uh, at that point of time during that period uh, people are not supposed to eat uh, non vegetarian food and uh, yeah th these and people were not supposed to uh, cut a coconut so okay. or break eggs yeah these these such uh, rules are put in place and a day before the festival uh, again the villagers are gathered and uh, the uh, temple manager he again announces this like he asks people uh, have you all followed the rules if you have not followed the rules you will have to uh, voluntary uh, come pay forward and say you have not followed it and you have to pay a, a small uh, fine okay so th th that was the way of living and uh, yeah it still continues today also these temple festivals uh, happen and uh, these celebrations happen in the month during the festivals of kailpod and uh, putri so yeah so basically that's how it's been going going on it's a way of living in uh, kodagu actually okay and mandanamme uh, is a relatively new concept uh, why is it celebrated and how is it generally celebrated mandanamme it's a concept which has been brought forward by uh, a trust called the uh, uh, united kodagu organization okay. this trust uh, it's called uh, uko in short this was started by uh, koklemada manju chinappa and this it's been quite active and uh, it's uh, it's prominent since 2015 it's it's uh, it has a presence its presence is felt in uh, many villages in kodagu okay now basically what they are trying to do um, with this uh, because of uh, urbanization and uh, globalization basically mm. uh, people are forgetting their traditions so yes. people are uh, they are like uh, as the years go by very few people are uh, gathering at the months mm -hmm. and uh, some of these uh, traditions are being forgotten the months are not being uh, maintained and um, the people are not uh, they were losing their interest in their uh, cultural heritage uh, this organization uko they have uh, come up with this uh, mandanamme concept every year they um, conduct a mandanamme festival okay where uh, people from different months they come and compete at uh, one particular month previous years there used to be uh, various competitions like dances and all that mm -hmm. this year they have kept a shooting competition and uh, this has been going on this has been there uh, every year in fact uh, now uh, th this has actually created awareness people are now aware of uh, importance of amanda and uh, um, people are keen on um, preserving the traditions of the past how do such events help keep the kodwa culture alive okay um these um, like due to globalization people tend to forget their uh, roots and their yeah. identity the, these events they are important they have to uh, they help maintain uh, multiculturalism in india and uh, plural cultures Uh, exist in india because of such events and in particular this mandanamme it's helping uh, the kodwas preserve their uh, culture their traditional uh, way of living D different cultures have got uh, they've got various traditions and uh, th there are ways of living so if these uh, ways of living they disappear it's like a uh, knowledge dies away 
for instance uh, the kodwa language it's spoken by the kodwas and uh, i've heard one interesting aspect about uh, the kodwa language i've heard that uh, there is no other language which has uh, so many different uh, uh, names for many uh, types of snakes okay. um like uh, this is what i've heard i don't like uh, from the source i've heard i'm told that even the english language doesn't have so many names for snakes okay. now this is uh, this was a part of the uh, uh, heritage like in the past the other language because of the people of kodugu uh, they lived in the hills and the forests they were able to identify different uh, types of snakes and they were able to uh, name each of them so this is a this is a unique knowledge which uh, biologists would find very useful and uh, this way uh, um, i'm speaking about the language but uh, similarly the culture also uh, if a culture is forgotten knowledge dies away it goes away so it is good to preserve a culture to uh, uh, carry it forward it's good for uh, the future generations to uh, preserve their identity and to uh, continue their uh, way of living it provides them with a sense of belonging and it uh, uh-huh. shows them that uh, they are not inferior in any way to other cultures okay. so such events are useful they are helpful they they need to uh, happen they need to continue we need to ensure that these uh, events happen and they continue so thank you nitin for joining us and shedding light on the unique culture of kodwas thank you tanita for this opportunity thank you That's all in today's episode. Tune in this evening on our news update podcast from the newsroom to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding. For latest news and updates, log on to www.deckenherald.com. Check out our e-paper at www.deckenheraldepaper.com. To read news on the go, sign up to our Telegram channel t.me/deckenheraldnews. Keep up with the news from your interested sphere by downloading the all-new Deccan Herald app, in which you can personalize, have quick glance at news shots, check highlights, and even listen. too you can get it from google play store and apple app store and you can find the links to the same in the description